Welcome to the Truthiverse. My name is Brendan D. Murphy. This is where we unleash truth and freedom with no holds barred, no fear, and no limits. Come and evolve beyond the matrix with me and thrive, not just survive. This is a realm of empowering, uncommon awareness. This is my Truthiverse. All right, welcome to this episode of Truthiverse. This week, I'm joined by my friend. I've known this bloke for about seven years now, I think, Jared Binney, and he's a bit of an expert in the more esoteric side of um, things like EMF pollution, you know, bioplasmic radiation, geopathic stress, this sort of thing. And um, I found it, I've had many chats with him over the years and I've actually been wearing his his stuff. That that white band that you can see there is one of his inner bands. I've been wearing that since about 2014, I think. So I've had many interesting conversations. I've looked at some of his research and, um, and he clearly knows a lot about this kind of, this realm. Um, and it's not well known outside of, you know, fairly, fairly limited circles, like, as far as I can tell. So Jared's perspective is one that is, it needs to be heard a little wider. Um, he's got some interesting things to say about, about EMF pollution and we'll, we'll get, we'll get off on some interesting tangents. We wanted to, he is, by the way, he is the founder of Organ Effects, which is his company run out of um, Victoria in Australia. Victoria is currently also known as Denistan, uh, where the, as, as, as he was saying to me before we started recording, where the drunken madman uh, runs the show uh, <laughs> so, Jared, uh, we will talk. We're going to talk about the graphene oxide issue. That was one of the things that we had an interesting conversation about um, over the phone yesterday. So I wanted to pull on that thread for our viewers and listeners. And um, with that said, Jared, thanks for taking the time to have a chat, mate. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks for having me. I've been, yeah. been looking forward to this on a number of topics. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, tell you the story. Um, look, I've been reading properties with Google Earth energy reading, so to speak, then learned how to read people's energy for many years, over the last 20 years. So I've developed the skill. So um, this year, when the vaccination rollout started, what I was really most curious about was how is this um, needle, the, the ingredients, how is it going to affect our health and well-being on an energetic level on a on how to affect our biofield. And our biofield is made up of the energetics of all of our vital organs and our meridian energy. So when our meridian energy is strong and our vital organs are in healthy balance, our energy field, our biofield around us, which extends out a metre and a half, has a really nice, light, healthy negative charge. And you know, health, healthy young people exude that. That's why um, um, when you see someone that's really healthy you, you, and you can, you're actually reading their energy, you're, you're sort of like, oh, you know, they look really good. They look really healthy. They look really, really buoyant. They're very, then they're also very cheerful, happy people too. So anyway, getting back to the, the virus or the, 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 the ingredient in the needle, um, this year when we started to see people on the television that had had the needle, I was very interested to see what their energetic field, their biofield was like, what was in there, how it was affecting us as far as energetically, which is a, a direct link to how it's affecting us physically too. And what I, was, what I found was really, really surprising, and that was everyone who had been genuinely vaccinated 
And there's a couple of characters on a morning TV show which have been genuinely vaccinated that had the double shot. Yeah, like they received the, the, the needle, yes, the needle. <laughs> the two shot. Yeah. Um, the, before they had the two shot, these were quite young and healthy. One female, quite attractive one. The bloke was, you know, straight low sort of guy, pretty fit. I don't know how old they were, probably in their, their late 30s, whatever. And their antigens were reasonably quite good. After they got their first needle, what we distinctly noticed was, was that their energetics, their biofuel was totally toxified to a point that, you know, we get up every, every morning, turn the TV on, not because we're TV addicts, we're only turning the TV on to, well, one, see what, what, what they're going to do to us tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. and two, to read the biofields of these two characters. Uh-huh. And it got to a point where I would just say, I'm not going to read it anymore because every time I read it, it made me physically ill because I'm tuning into them. Um, we're also watching certain uh, people of political persuasion who had also been on TV in the needle, but their biofilms didn't change, strange enough. Yeah. the lives. Finally, it's almost like they may not have actually received the real thing. <laughs> well, you know, the, the solution which has graphene oxide in it. Um, and the graphene oxide, I'll talk about in a second. Um, the solution is clear, just like saline. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical person. I'm a building biologist and I'm, I work on, on energetics. But when you read the energetics of the needle going into some of these political people, they didn't have a charge to it. Yeah. When you read the energetics of the needle going to people who were genuinely getting it, there's a charge in the energetics coming from the energetics of the ingredients. Yeah. So how does that work? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, look, I think it's most of us in the research community are convinced at this point that when there's a big, you know, show and, you know, the sort of dog and pony show that they put on for these famous politicians and celebrities, we're pretty confident that they're definitely not receiving the real thing. They're either faking faking a needle going into the arm in the first place, and you can see it when you zoom in close enough, or yep. they, they might be getting a, a saline solution or something, but they're definitely not getting the real thing with all the exactly. toxic crap in it. Exactly, because it's evident the biofilm. It's not as if one person is resistant and another person isn't. It's cut and dry, you know. If you get it, your biofilm is going to be completely distorted. And so if we look at the ingredients, and as I said, I'm not a chemist or a doctor or anything like that, but I do know what graphene oxide is. And it's a substance that has a positive charge, which is harmful to the human organs and biofield. It has an electrical charge. If from what everything from what I've been seeing on the real media, which is through my WhatsApp groups and telegram groups and things like that, and picture or whatever, um, some interesting things going on with magnets on the arms. Yep. Um, I saw a really, really interesting video this morning of a couple of nurses, and one nurse had a scanner, which you can buy off the internet, because I after seeing this last night, I went online and found it. And she's saying, look, use a scanner over my right arm, nothing happens. Use a scanner over my left arm, and the scanner shows up a number. Really? Yep. I'll, I'll pass it on to you. Like, wow, that's interesting. How does that happen? Yeah, that's, that is news well, to it me. Makes, it makes right? sense if it's a metal, metal particle, particle yeah. a metallic particle, a charged particle, then naturally it's going to um, register with the scanner because that's what it's looking for. Mm-hmm. So the 
toxicity or the energetic charge of the graphene oxide is carried to the vital organs. So the vital organs, energetics, which, as I said, when they're healthy and they rely on and thrive on a, a healthy negative charge, they're being energetically toxified by this material that has a very strong positive charge and is magnetic, so it's electromagnetic, then the energetics of the vital organs goes down and then the emerging energy goes down and then that's manifested in in the biofield out to a metre and a half, but up to about two metres as a really, 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 really toxic, sickening energy field around the body. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we, we, the information about the graphene oxide is only relatively new compared to how long we've been watching these people, these characters on TV every morning and other people on other TV shows who have obviously been getting the needle to support the big cause and their energetics being so toxic you can hardly look at them. Um, then... Uh, you know, a month and a half, two months ago, we started to actually come in contact with vaccinated people. Um, I live, we live in a, Frank, a suburb called Franks and South. We shop and we go to our favourite pub, which is CB's in Manor Island's great meal, have been going there for years. And we go there probably twice a week just to debrief, like Leanne, my wife, and I, you know, we, we both work together and sometimes you just need somewhere away from home, away from work, just to go and have a have a cut and draft and, and chat about what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we noticed that the publican and her husband had also been vaccinated because they told us. And when they, I never, will never forget that night because, of course, you've been vaccinated. <laughs> um, you stand over there, we'll stand over here. <laughs> yeah, so you could feel it. You could feel it, right, approaching them. Yes. It's, 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 it's not something that you have to be a super sensitive, airy-fairy, ungrounded, whatever person. You could be the most serious, grounded, non-sensitive person and you'll still feel this. It's, it's like a bus to hit you. It's really quite toxic and does affect the stomach meridian in a really big way. Okay. And again, the kidney meridian too. Your, your adrenal is just going pump, 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 and your stomach saying, "I want to vomit." Um, yeah, right. Um, so anyway, um, so experience that with her then, and then because Matalizer is quite an older, wealthier suburb, a very old suburb, old, a lot of elderly people. We started going to the pub a little bit more for a meal, just to do more of our survey work. Where one, we gave the publican one of our Stella pendants, our yellow pendants. And that actually balanced her biofield and stopped her from shedding to other people. Mm -hmm. So the shedding is where basically you come in contact with someone who's been, who's been given the needle. Their biofield is so toxic that if you spend too much time within their overlapping biofield, then that toxicity is transferred to you. And then you have that toxic biofield and then you will pass it on to someone else who can pass it on to someone else and so on. So so I want you to, if you, I don't want to interrupt, but I, I do want to interrupt at the same time. I want you right, to finish. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, please, I want you to finish that thought in a second, but I, w I wanted to add, just interject briefly, that when this, when people started to get sick after coming into contact with people who received, who had received the needle, 
Um, this happened as soon as the rollout kicked off and we started seeing people getting sick with really, really bizarre conditions, like really weird stuff. Women who hadn't had their periods for years or decades started to have them. Women who were having really serious bleeding. I mean, there was, all, and not just that stuff, I mean, a, a spectrum of really bizarre sickness and disorders that were, that were people who hadn't received the needle, but they'd been in contact with someone who had. And so there was this huge discussion happening around, well, what's going on here? What is the mechanism of this? And there was a lot of conjecture around, well, is this, is this the spike? Um, you know, the, the protein is this a resonance process. And what you're saying is I was, I've lent towards the resonance answer from the, from day one, because I've been researching energetics for a long time. So I understand a bit about how our electromagnetic fields interact with one another. And there's a transference of information there. So what you're saying is very strongly confirming what I've been sort of speculating from, from the beginning when we started hearing about these bizarre side effects. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So one passes it on to the next, it keeps on going and going and going and going. Um, it's interesting, we, we gave the publican a stellar pendant and instantly her biofil came into balance. It, it had that nice, healthy, negative charge. And we then were being sneaky little buggers, we were wandering around the pub, getting close to all the oldies who actually, you could tell they had the needle all being shedded, so they were shedded or shedded, whatever. And when we got within their biofuel, the pendant, what it was doing to our biofuel by boosting it was actually neutralizing their biofuel. So it actually 100% gave us protection, which was really good. And we've done lots and lots of trials with lots and lots of people. We got the same result over and over again. Even to this morning, um, Leanne and I went to our local Cairo down at Safety Beach. And when he walked in the room, the whole room just went sideways because he'd been shedded. Yeah, right. And it didn't look great colour. Within about five or ten seconds, everything came back into balance because we were in the room with our, our, our pendants on and he came back into balance, especially when he was treating both of us because he was quite directly touching us. Um, we then gave him an Enerband, like you're wearing, because it will give the same protection. And as soon as he put the Enerband on, we took the pendants out of the room so the room was not, there was nothing in the room that would, that would um, influence the energetics of him with the band on and he came back in the balance beautifully. And then I've had three experiences over the last week where two have been house consults. And when I do a house consult, I don't wear anything on me like an inner band or a pen or anything like that because I don't want to interfere with the energetics so that I can read it as, as honestly as possible to the to the client um, so I can explain and so they can feel what I'm explaining in, in, the, in the consult. And the first one, um, as, I was, as time went by in the consult, after, after I was there for about 15 minutes, I started to really woozy in the head and energetically distracted. And my stomach meridian, I could tell was going, there's something wrong. And I was getting this reflux going on, which is totally unusual. And it wasn't until probably halfway through the consult that the host said, partners had the needle. Mm -hmm. I went, oh, God, that's what I'm feeling because she was shedding naturally. Mm -hmm. um, we fixed her with a stellar pendant. We fixed the house with a stellar dome because it was mold in the roof, cavity and all sorts of other things. The interesting thing about the house was that um, in the bedroom space, um, I, I, you may have heard me talk about this a lot in the past, where above the bed, 
in most people's houses is a bioplasmic radiation field, a charged field, which comes from the physical, spiritual, emotional state, good or bad, of whoever's sleeping in that bed. And it can be good, like, you know, young children are really, really healthy, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and they leave a, a nice negatively, negatively charged field that feels really nice. But in this case, it was a really, really toxic charge field over the bed because she'd been sleeping there with him while after he'd been given the needle and he'd shed it to her and vice versa. And the um, bioplasmic field was the worst I've ever, 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 ever felt. It was worse than someone who'd been sleeping on a bed with an earthen mat and everyone knows my, my truth or my opinion around that too. Right. And, it, and people sleeping on beds using earthen mats for a, they leave toxic radiation fields. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, it's another story. Um, then in what seemed like in an office, which is like a um, computer room these days, and outside there was a, an outside dining table and there was one spot next to the outside table. It seemed as though there had been two people dying on the property, which when you have a death on the property from the emotional pain body charge, you get a bioplasmic field created that is strong, that is that strong, that creates a geoelectric current through the ground to the boundaries of the property. And when you get that going on, you get earth radiation coming out of the ground. And it seems as though there might have been two deaths on the property. Then I, then I figured out afterwards that, no, that would have been where you sat outside when you had your smoking gear at night time. And that's where he went every night to check his emails and do whatever he did. Because when people are like that, when they stay seated or stationary in the one place for a period of time, they leave an imprint like in the bed space. Sure. And so... It, Maybe realize that maybe what was really going on there that no one had died on the land because of him shedding her and the daughter was also shed too. She was about sixteen. That they weren't they weren't death imprints. They were actually imprints left by him, which was strong enough to create a geoelectric current through the ground. Because the house, imagine this top of the screen being north, um, now being east. Um, so there's side on, there was a fissure going straight through from north to south through the middle of the house, which is like a crack in the ground, has water vein, also water vein creates a kinetic charge above it, which creates a radiation charge, which causes geopathic stress. But parallel to it was a geoelectric, current, geoelectric grid line, which only occurs when there's geoelectric current through the ground, and you could feel that as plain as day in the house. So, you know, we fixed the house with the stellar dome, and we fixed her by putting the stellar pendant on. I walked out of the car just feeling like a bag of shit, put my stellar pendant on. And by the time I got back to the office, which was about you know, 20 minutes later, mind you, I was outside my 5K zone. Um, I, you know, fully recovered and was like, oh, thank God for that. Um, and then also, you know, two of our um, employees here, their husbands have both been vaccinated and they keep themselves balanced all the time by wearing their stellar pendant. So I don't have any issues with the here type of thing, mind you. Our friendly e-parcel posting who was coming three days a week. Every time it came in about a month and a half ago, and we were talking about you know people who've been given the needle, and he said I had mine last week. <laughs> I go, beauty, my first guinea pig. <laughs> so we played with him, hold this as you know, gave him a pendant to hold. He came back into balance and then took it off, and then he went wonking, wonking, and he said, "Out you go, <laughs> come back here." But getting back to last week. I had two consults in the, in the, in the first and the second consult. 
the husband had the needle, so he shedded the wife and the daughter's boyfriend. The daughter was uh, probably in her early 20s. And this is where it's interesting. Not everyone gets shedded. And she was super healthy. You know, you could tell, you know, glamorous, healthy, um, healthy lifestyle, lived in the country, horse people, you know, like ate well, everything. So she wasn't, which is really interesting. And again, you know, after I left that consult, like I'm reaching my pen and shoving it on around my neck and going, thank God for the relief type of thing, because it really does knock you around. And the second consult was an hour and a half with a large property, and we're going to and from different places and whatever. Um, so I was really, really overexposed in that second consult. Then on the Saturday morning, so this just last Saturday, Stupid Jared, when he goes out to do the Saturday morning shopping at local local supermarket, forgot to take his pendant. I've walked in the supermarket and, you know, if people who know me, they watch me. And I'm secretly in what I mean, public places, if I'm doing a bit of survey work, reading energy. And I'm not walking around going, like, this is like an idiot. <laughs> if you watch my hand and my pointer finger, it looks like I'm just pointing at different things. You know, which way am I going? <laughs> now, I'm pointing at different things. Yeah. You're just sort of giving a guided tour to your imaginary friend. It's a little exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, what I point out, I'm actually reading the energy. I actually felt like the pinball in the pinball machine because I was like, Shit, I left this at home. Oh, don't, don't get stressed about it. This is really interesting. And I was dodging the shedding people. Mm. And it wasn't just elderly and you know, people my age. I'm not that old. People your age too, and young children yeah, right. were being we had that energy field. And so I dodged and dodged and dodged until I ended up in an aisle where there were two in front of me and one behind me, and I couldn't escape it. So I, after being in there for only five minutes, I got back to got back to the car and I had a, a, a cabin disc going in the car and shoved that against my abdomen because I I'd left the pendant home and, and brought myself back into balance. But just a very, very, very interesting, interesting phenomenon. Um, I'm sorry. And I said this morning, even at Cairo, he, he, he sees people all the time. And I said to him, you've been around any vaccinated people? He said, I don't know. I said, well, I can tell you, yeah. Well, sorry, not to needle people. You, have, <laughs> you can tell because you've got that energetics. And I'm, it's not a criticism of what's going on. Everyone's allowed their free will and right and opinion. And there's always arguments to and from. I'm just giving it from a purely an energetic perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering, you know, um, obviously people who listen to the show um, are well aware of, <clears throat> excuse me, where I stand on on the needle thing. Um, but I'm wondering when you put, you know, a, a device or a pendant on someone who has had the needle or, well, let's just say someone who's had the needle, right? Now, you can shift their, their biofield is what you're saying, but how permanent like what degree of permanency can that have i mean are they are they as soon as they take it off do they go back to completely wrecked again exactly yeah yep. keep it on whereas if, if, yeah, if, been, if you've been shedded and not had the needle you can recover yourself by putting an inner band or a pendant on and after about 20 minutes when you take it off you won't go back to what you were so for those who have been had the needle while they're wearing it their, their energies, their body energies come back into balance. And I actually did see a person who had the needle who was given a pendant 
her energy levels of brightness in her eyes or energy levels just go up and she was bounding around, you know what I mean? Which I thought was she didn't probably didn't realise that that was she her behaviour had changed, but I certainly noticed it and a few other people certainly certainly noticed it. Yeah. yeah so when you feel good, you you know, you you can bounce around. Exactly. And we're not saying it's a cure or, or anything like that. Yeah. It's just as I said, it's just an energetic ob- observation. Yeah. And as I said, when you when I have been shed in the salt, you feel like crap. Um you feel very, very drained. And as I said, my stomach really went out and I was getting these reflux feelings like, where did that come from? It doesn't belong to me. And then, you know, get a pendant or an inner band onto me. And then after, after about five minutes, I come back, come, everything calms down and everything's fine again. Yeah. So the way that this, this stuff works, I mean, your, you know, your devices and products, this kind of thing, uh, just maybe you can give us a brief rundown of it. It's pr- it's primarily to do with charge, with the bioelectric charge. So the, the thing is itself negatively, it carries a negative charge. Is that correct? And then that's it- correct. Yeah. See, all forms of radiation that are harmful, all charge fields that are harmful, have the same thing in common. They all have a positive charge. And electromagnetic stress in the body is where the meridian energy is depleted because the meridian energy operates on the negative charge. It's affected by the charge fields which have a positive charge. So it drags the meridian energy down, then drags the organ energy down. And that's electromagnetic stress in the body, whether it be from um, technology or from um, earth radiation. Earth radiation is always the bigger danger, which is, which causes what they call geopathic stress in the body. And if you talk to natural therapists and dowsers and building biologists in, in Europe, they 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 coin sources of earth radiation which causes geopathic stress in the body as a big cause of cancer in europe i don't use that term because i think it's an inflammatory term i don't like to cause fear but you know there are a lot of people you know very um learned and knowledgeable wise people in europe you go by that terminology 100 percent yeah yeah but yeah sorry go ahead sorry sorry so the products we produce are frequency fused with, with specific negative charges, which are frequencies which I've developed over many years of, of making harmonizers. I've been making harmonizers for 21 years now in Australia. I, I think I was the first one to do that. Yeah, and so um, what was I going to say? I've, I've lost that thought, but the harmonizers you're working with are, they're, they're interesting to me because you know, a lot of the devices out there are, you know, you got to plug them into a wall, but your stuff doesn't rely on, you know, a socket in the wall, which which I like. It's one of the things I like about it. And the, the ethos behind where you're coming from is starting from the energetic level. Exactly. So what we do have a product which has been our main, main product for a long, long time, which is a, the GeoCoins, is our new goal, which is a white one. Um, it does plug into the wall and, and cops a lot of criticism from very ignorant um, people who are usually extremists anyway. We won't name in, in groups or types of people. <laughs> anyway, um, and they know damn well because it's been explained to them to the nth degree that this is a the geoclean is a resin component is a frequency infused resin which is like a man-made crystal and that has a negative charge in there. So when you plug them to the wall, the wiring, the copper wiring, which is a conductor of resins, instantly instantly takes on that negative charge. So any radiation fields in the house from um, anything that plugs into the electrical electrical socket, instead of having a positive charge, it's because of the 
if domino with the frequency of a negative charge, it then has a negative charge, which is where the term harmonizer comes in because it's harmonizing the charge from, from positive to negative. So it's in sympathy with the human meridian system. Yeah. And yeah. So- so yeah, sorry. It's so I mean because there's a lot of talk. You know, people are like, oh, you know, we've got these these um the wiring in the in the homes. It's like it resonates at you know 50 hertz or 60 hertz. But you're 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 really you're saying, well, that's not really the issue. The issue is no. that actually it's the positive charge, the positive polarity that's the problem. And so if you can eliminate that or reverse that so that it's negative charge, you, then you're resonant with human biology. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's proven and proven and proven scientifically billions of times over all over the world. And it's not new sites like, um, you know, in Autobiography of the Yogi, which was written over 100, over 100 years ago. She yeah. described you, you, you um, Yogananda. Yep. Uh, um, what's the name of the bracelet? The copper, no, the brass, the gold, the silver, and the copper wound bracelet to balance his energy field. That's a harmonizer. They've been around for a long, long time. The sure. harmonizers are, are not new. We just brought them into the, the 21st century. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Um, turning it back to, I mean, okay, let's, let's compare. I don't know if you've done this comparison, but the current, um, the current needle that they're trying to, you know, move in the direction of forcing everyone to have, mm-hmm. have you compared the energetic effect of that with the older, more established needles? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to watch for, for years and years and years. We've been reading people with all sorts of ailments because I also build my own bioresonance equipment. I don't practice because you know, I'm not registered with the TGA or anything like that, but um, I do have a great interest in people's uh, health and well-being and energetics because that does directly relate to the how well their living spaces are, are or, or not supporting in their health and well-being. Um, and so, yeah, people have had the, the flu shot in the past. I've read their, they've read their energy. Their energy is a little bit low, but nothing compared to, to what we're seeing now. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Now the, the flu shot people will have to tell you. Then you go, oh, okay, yeah, you know. Whereas someone that's had the needle, they don't have to tell you. It's like it's as plain as day. It's like the elephant in the China store, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. yep. And as far as I'm aware, like, and, and this this graphene oxide thing is is only it's only come onto the radar recently for just about everybody. Um, but it's a booming it's a booming global industry. They're looking to make billions and billions of dollars by getting this this stuff everywhere into every product they can possibly conceive of, into humans, into crops. I mean, it's gonna, they want to contaminate everything with it because uh, it's big, big business for one thing. Um, but I don't think, or at least I'm not aware of it being in those older, earlier needles that have been around for no. no, it seems to be, yeah, you're right, it seems to be a, a relatively new thing. And even the, the knowledge of it is relatively new. As I said, we've been watching um, needle people and their energy fields, good or bad, whatever, in the past. And it was only the last couple of weeks that this popped up. And as soon as I saw it, I thought, I know what graphite is. I used to use it on my skateboard wheels when I was a 12-year-old kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd help them clean, I'd clean the mill out and they'd put a graphite powder in there and put the wheel back together and spin past it. Yeah. And I know it's black. I mean, anything black is energetically dead. Right. Um, like there's always talk about people using shungite for 5G and things like that. Shungite's garbage is black. It's energetically dead. But there's people who who are marketers rather than the real deal, if you know what I mean. But yeah, it's, it's black. When you when you read it energetically, it's, it's really really toxic. And then you think, shit, what the, what's that doing to the body? Circulating through throughout the body, attaching to every vital organ. It's only going to do one thing. It's going to drive the organ energy down. 
And what what um you were saying that there was two two organs uh, that stood out above the rest that it really affects more. Is that right? You've noticed that that, that, that was me personally. Yep. Now I've read quite a few few people. When I say read people, I read their meridian, meridian energy, and it's not hard to do. It's actually quite easy. Um, I muscle test with Majora, I just feel in the stomach. And, you know, like you put the average person in a charged field, you might get three or four meridians going through stress. But the people who are shedding, you know, um, virtually every meridian in the body is, shut, is shutting down energetically. It's just gone down to absolutely nothing. At that point, I mean, that to me sounds like a recipe for a, a pretty rapid death. I mean, you can't live that long in that condition. I mean, if your meridian system shuts down, to my way of thinking, you, you're going to be not sticking around too long. Yeah, yeah. I call them the walking dead. Um, they're, they're worse, they've got a worse biofield than a dead person. A dead person does have a biofield. It's not very nice. It's pretty bad. But they put them side by side and they're pretty, pretty, damn, pretty damn similar. That's, so, a, yeah. that's sobering. I hadn't thought to compare the actual dead with the walking dead. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like that. Um, and that's why when you, if you're not protected and if you've got any degree of sensitivity, when you get close to these people, all these things are going off in your energy field and things are going off in your digestive system. And our digestive systems are, are very sensitive things. Like it, uh, most of, a lot of our digestive system organs are glands which are part of endocrine organs which govern hormones and neurotransmitters and if you throw them out then you throw your hormones out you throw your neurotransmitters out and one very 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 extremely important thing above your head gets disconnected that's your god connection so and we we, we know damn well there's a, a blatant anti um what's the word anti spirituality agenda on the planet and, yep. and the, you know the fact that Throughout all the lockdowns, I didn't hesitate to lock down every church, synagogue, mosque, anywhere where people could go to get some solace and, and lift their energy with their spiritual energies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the shedding will does shut down your God connection energy. And it will, and not just could, but will, and I have seen it does seen it affect people's behaviour too because when they're, they're shut down and their neurotransmitters are, doing the wrong thing and sending the right messages and completely out of balance and then manifest in the behaviour, in the moods of people, in outbursts and, um, you know, moodiness and, and edginess and things like that because they're not feeling good in their body. But most people aren't tuning into, can't tune into their body like you and I probably can and go, oh, my liver's out or my adrenals are going, whatever. They're oblivious to it. That it's manifesting in their behaviour. Yeah. And if you're able to sit them down and go, how do you actually feel? How do you feel there? How do you feel there? You know, where, where around you do you feel? They'll go, oh, that doesn't feel good. Or, oh, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah. We're so we're so in our heads and out of our bodies anyway that it makes it easier to overlook when you you know you don't even notice when you feel crap. Exactly. Exactly. So in the scheme of things, like last year. The, the, the big fear trigger was 5G. But this makes 5G look like a pussycat. Right. The needle, you know, needle makes it look almost like a walk in the park, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, with the 5G thing, and I've been saying for a long time, well, there's now three types of 5G, but there are two types of 5G. And we did a lot of, that, a lot of research a couple of years ago on the 5G before we said anything on our website about 5G. 
we actually went to Canberra to, I think I, t- I told you, a suburb called Dixon, which had the 5G in the streetlights to do our survey and our testing and things like that. And that was one type of 5G. But what really annoyed me was all the crazies on the internet talking absolute garbage about 5G who, who wouldn't know 5G if they hit them in the head, running around with radio frequency meters which show a wave and doesn't show charge. Mm-hmm. Um, then learning that there's the second type of 5G was in the, in the towers, and the towers are relatively safe. And we don't have millimetre wave in Australia. I know that for a fact because at Sydney Mind, Body, Spirit two months ago, in the first talk I did, I had a guy sitting there and he was all positive and smiling and commenting, you know, head moves, whatever. That's what I was talking about. And after the, um, the talk, he came up and introduced himself. And this guy said he was in charge of training the installers for the 5G technology in the towers and also the streetlights. And um, he, was, he actually came to me and talked to maybe critique me because he thought I was another 5G crazy nutbag talking fear and, you know, whatever. But I talked straight down the line in the streetlights. It's really dangerous because it creates a geoelectric current through the ground throughout the whole suburb, which means every building is engulfed in radiation. You get the geoelectric grid lines coming up and it's a disaster energetically because you can't escape it. The towers are only dangerous for 50 metres around them. That's a geoelectric current through the ground, which is radiation comes out of the ground. Beyond that, it's a wave. And he actually said to him, there's no millimetre wave in Australia. Okay. It may come later on with an increase in demand in technology. I was a little bit shocked because everyone on the internet who didn't know what they were talking about, they're going, millimetre wave, millimetre wave, it's going to kill you, it's going to kill you, it's going to kill you. No. And if you're far enough away from the millimetre wave source of it, it's only still a radio frequency wave, and radio frequency waves are harmless. Yep. If you get too close to the source, and it's a charged field. But with a mobile phone tower, you can't get within five metres or ten metres of the panels. That's why they're way up there. Mind you, I've seen a, a particular mobile phone panel on a, a balcony of a particular um, motel in Darling Harbour in Sydney, not naming any names, with this mobile phone panel was within two metres of a window with a room inside. You do see some bizarre things here and there, but generally we can't get that close to them. And it's only the, the crazies who are running around selling the shielding material that does, does nothing to protect the body from radiation, running around with EMF meters going, oh, look at my EMF, my radio frequency meter says you're all going to die of radiation. You buy my $10,000 shielding mosquito net to go over your bed that will protect you from nothing because the radio frequency waves are actually harmless. That's my perspective with the, with the 5G is don't, don't talk garbage around, don't create fear, because fear of radiation causes more stress in the body than radiation ever will, except for if you've been shedded. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to, if I was ever going to write a blog about what's the worst, most dangerous radiation field you could be exposed to, to the least, number one at the top would be uh, someone who's shedding. Okay. And that's a reality, and I'm not trying to, create fear or, or speculate in the wrong way that's just exactly how i see it so so you you earlier compared the shedded people or people who've had the needle to that biofield to the biofield of a corpse yeah. and so you're you're saying you're saying so up the top is the the people who had the needle and then dead people come under that and then also yeah. <laughs> very, very close close second apparently um and you've also spoken over the years of 
um, you know, your views of of the the bioplasmic field and the threat that that poses when it's you know not a healthy a healthy one. Because you you've said before that 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 is a bigger problem than um, you know virtually any other EMF that we've got going on. Of course, yeah. Because if if you've got bioplasmic fields caused by shading now, um, deaths on properties that creates a geoelectric current through the ground. Um, that when you get geoelectric current through the ground, you get radiation coming out of the ground, earth radiation. It's fully, it has a strong charge to it. And so places like shopping centres or workplace where the, workplaces where there's a, a lot of people working in one place, they became they, get, they end up having the same energies because when you've got people who are, like, put it this way, really, um, with a way that we've, we've modicoled and controlled and browbeaten and lied to and, and stolen from and everything, um, there aren't a lot of really, really genuinely happy people around and spiritually happy people around. So when you go to a shopping centre, you've got all these deadhead drones. And I'm not putting people down. I'm just saying they like that yeah. wandering around because they're to- so totally distracted that their body energy is causing a positive charge which goes down into the ground and they create their own little localised uh, geoelectric charge around them which, which then joins up, joins up and then goes to the boundary and fills the whole building with radiation. Right. Like you, you, you go and energetically observe, observe a footy crowd and especially the side of the, the, of the um, crowd that, of the losing team who aren't happy about that, their energy is really down, really low, really, really toxic. Whereas the side of the winning team or their crowd, they're up because oh, we're winning, you know, they're on, they're on fire top of thing. They're happy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw something interesting the other day on TV, which was a, a pop concert. Some, I think it was in America somewhere where the only way you could get in was if you had the needle. And boy, was that toxic to read. Like, oh, like the, the actual event, the field of the event, the people. Yeah, with, with the people's energy. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, even though they, they were at this concert and they're all dancing and happy, didn't make up for... The fact that it all, all they were all shedding. Yeah, right. That overtook it. So yeah, shedding dead people. The next, next, next dangerous form of radiation comes from geoelectric currents going through the ground. form. we have retrogrades like Mars retrograde last year, which was a shocker, and then Mercury retrograde. And at the moment we've got outer planets still causing retrograde. Hmm. Um, and when you have retrograde going on, you get geoelectric current going through the ground all over the world. Okay. Um, um, and you now recently I came to a conclusion that the humming noise that people have been hearing all over the world and everyone's scratching their heads going and all the scientists going, you know, how does that happen? What's causing it? Ocean waves in the ocean floor or, or that, that, that machinery plant down the road or whatever. I came to a realisation with the last Mercury retrograde because I was watching the, the humming sound because of the house we live in when we have the hum, we really hear it. And I've been tuned into it for quite a few years. It only occurs when there's geoelectric current going through the ground from retrogrades or really high solar winds. And when those things drop off, the humming disappears. And we found that when we went into the last retrograde, there was no geoelectric current through the ground for four or five days and there was no hum. Then it hit. And I woke up in the middle of the night hearing the humming noise going, okay, hum. You know, just read things energetically outside, and okay, there's geoelectric current coming, going through the ground because there's charge coming out of the ground. So it coincided. 
and then came and went through the retrograde, and every time the, the current went, the humming, humming noise disappeared. When the current came back, the humming noise came back. Interesting. Okay. I answered that question in a nutshell really, really easily. Um, where, as I said, I, I remember reading something on the Nexus news threads about three or four years ago about they, Duncan had a thing about um, the humming noise and the, the theory was it was the, created by the, the resonance of ocean waves breaking in, in the ocean and that was having a resonance on the, on the, on the floor of the ocean which is having a resonance and effect worldwide. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. Yeah, right. I mean, you would think that we would hear it um, almost all the time if that was, that was the case. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know if, if you hear it there, but where we live, it's a concrete block-filled house. It was built in 1940, and it's a perfect resonant cavity. Um, the place we were in, we're in before that was a two-storey Cape, Cape Cod timber house, weatherboard, and that was just like being in a boombox. It's like really, really loud. I, it's, it's interesting with the humming noise. I tried to record it with my iPhone. You get nothing. You, you need much better uh, better equipment to, to record it. And the funny thing about the humming, humming noise was I'd hear it one day and Leanne wouldn't hear it. And then she'd hear it one day and I wouldn't hear it. So it was like a male and female noise, you know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. But there were other days when we both hear it. And at first, you would think it was a, you had a neurological problem. Like, was it there or was it or not? And can I hear it or can't it? Yeah. Was it like a tinnitus? No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that random um, buzzing in the ear once in a while, but uh, that's probably not it. <laughs> no, no. We've, we've all always had that, you know, from when we were kids. I don't know what causes it. I've never looked into what the cause has been. It's just one of those weird things. You hear it all of a sudden stops. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hear it. You've been hearing, I've been hearing a hissing noise, but what the hell is that hissing noise? And then you become aware of it and it disappears and it doesn't come back. I wonder if we can, I wonder yeah. if we could revisit briefly the, uh, you were talking about this, the, like the street lamps, the 5G street lamps yep. and the effect that ha that has, because I'd like actually, if you could kind of re-explain that again for people to hear okay. that. So in the street light scenario, which is in the LED street lights, they're all so close together, they're 20 or 30 metres apart. And when you go into these areas, you'll notice all these streetlights are all new and they've all got a blue cone hanging down below them or some of the later ones don't have a cone at all. But you'll see repeaters, which are a white box at the size of a brick with two antennas. And they're on every fourth or fifth streetlight, not every light. And if you see that, especially, I think the repeaters, as I said, you see them, then you know you're in an area. And so what they're doing, okay, is you get radiation coming off the panel and there's a charge field around the, the streetlight, panel streetlight, and it extends out about four or five metres around it. You can't actually get to it. But what it does, in a, because it's a network, is it creates a geoelectric current through the ground throughout that entire network. And when they put, and I'll say used to do the, the 5G streetlights, I'll get back to that in a second, when they, when they install it, a contract's left for Joe Blog suburb in, in Joe Blog City to get the streetlights. So they go in and they deck out the entire suburb. And suburbs, like when you when you look at suburbs on Google Earth, which I do a lot of because that's my main tool for reading people's properties remotely, certain ways you look at it, it actually shows the suburbs of, you know, Helensvale or Dixon or, you know, Mandalize or Frankston, whatever. And when they put the streetlights in, it's... And those suburbs are all bounded by major roads too. 
And so everything within that boundary has the streetlights. Every streetlight's decked out. So when they turned it on, you turn it on, the system on, get a geoelectric current going through the ground because they're all earthed into the ground. There's a lot of electricity to run these microcell antennas. And so the whole suburb gets this radiation coming out of the ground, which is earth radiation, up to about one and a half metres above the ground. And when that occurs, what happens is that every house, which is a resonant cavity, every building, and that amplifies that charge and gets filled with radiation. So in their houses, in those areas, you can't escape it. Even outside, you can't escape it, although it's better outside than inside. Right. But then what occurs is these geoelectric grid lines, and they only occur when there's geoelectric current. So when it's happening from a solar wind that's too high or retrogrades worldwide, but in the 5G zone, it only, only happens in that zone. And these grid lines are two metres wide, and as they go up, they go out, which is really interesting, and they, they have a stronger charge than the charge either side of them. So they're like spikes of that energy. They run north, south, east, west. They're roughly 70, 70 to 80 metres apart. Any bodies of water, like rivers or lakes and things like that, in the 5G streetlight zones, and water has predominantly generally a negative charge, but water is at the beck and call of the engine environment. And so when we have the, the retrogrades because of the geoelectric current worldwide, all the ocean's waters worldwide come actually have a positive charge. It's not the healthy water we think of. People don't know that. But in the 5G streetlight areas, any river, stream, ocean, whatever, that's affected, it then has a positive charge. It just doesn't have its inherent negative charge. Sure. And then there's a, the last thing we, we know is that there's a thing called a planetary flow of energy. And the Indian yogis talk about that because I, in, in, I think it's mentioned in Autobiography of the Yogi, um, one of my favourite books, where he talks about when they meditate, they face east because the spiritual energy goes from east to west. It also goes north to south. And at night time, it reverses. And at dusk, there is a funny engine during the reversal, but then it comes back in the balance. When there's retrogrades and things like that, the, that spiritual energy reverses and is part of the toxification of the energies, spatially. Um, but with 5G and streetlight zones, you get that reversal of energy going on too, which is really, really quite interesting. But as I said, that's different to when... Um, um, you have the 5G in the, the towers because the tower creates a geoelectric current to 50 metres around it because of radiation coming out of the ground. If you're within that zone, well, then you're going to cop it radiation-wise. You're going to get charge around the panels, but the rest of that wave is actually harmless. And that's why I say people are being misled by other people out there who call themselves professionals in the industry running around with EMF metres selling shielding material because the shielding material is protecting you from a radio frequency wave which is harmless and the shielding material does not protect against charged fields because with shielding material with charged fields and the radio the charge goes straight through the, the shielding materials it's really interesting we call ourselves all going to fix australia after um the energetics which was discovered by dr Milan Wright. Yep. He was a scientist in America in the 50s, and I think a lot of people these days know the story how they, they did him over big time. Mm -hmm. That was the extremeness of the sceptics because Big Pharma didn't like anything to go on as far as energetic medicines out of the US. 100%. The mafia, yep. pretty strong at that, as we know, whereas the Russians took on energetic 
energetics and they nurtured. Actually, the Russians actually stole a lot of Lillian Wright's technology. Um, and so um, in this book I found, which is really, really old, written by one of Lillian Wright's understudies, he ex explained the Oranor effect. And Oranor is another name for charged field, which, which Will and Wright came up with. And he says that Oranor, Oranor goes through all materials. Oh, okay. Interesting. Actually, what is, can you remember the name of this book? I can't, but I'll get it to you. Yeah, it was given, given to me about 12 years ago by a friend of mine. It was one of those books that was like, oh, yeah, 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 just sat in the shelf. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was only recently I found it. It was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Once I open it up, it's like, wow, yeah. interesting. So these geo, these um, uh, sorry, these um, you know charges from the earth. Um, geoelectric are, currents. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. remember. The geoelectric currents. They can't be filtered by any of the, the the stuff that's on the market that's that's out there as EMF shielding because it just yeah. doesn't go straight through it. It goes straight through it. So it's kind of like, okay, there's that aspect of it which most people aren't even talking about. They're not yeah. aware of the geo um, geoelectric fields as such for the most part, um, and then we've had our attention diverted to. You know, um, th there's a lot of fear mongering around 5G. I'm not saying I'm a fan of it or anything like that. I mean, I don't like the fact that, that you can't go near a tower or what have you. Like, you know, we all know that there's neg negative effects of these this kind of technology for 4G, 3G. It's all, you know, that all has its drawbacks. Um, but we've been distracted by all this. And meanwhile, you know, we're selling all these products. But meanwhile, there's the geoelectric stuff. But it's really fascinating um, to know that you can't block that using no. any standard kinds of materials. So you have to have a different approach, right? Which is a harmonising approach, which is the simple understanding that the, the resultant Earth radiation that's coming out of the ground from the geoelectric currents has a positive charge. And you just simply balance that with a, a negative, negative charge emitter, like, as I said, the harmonisers. And, and I will say, you know, things like um, electronic harmonisers don't, don't cut the mustard either because... The frequency generator, which creates what I call the scalar wave or the, the, the negative charge resonance, is knocked out by the electrical power supply, which has a positive charge. Right. Now, I've known that for a long, long, long time. Okay. Um, and, you know, some manufacturers know and have been told directly to their face by me that that particular aspect of the science, but they're all in complete denial of it. So they can do what they want. Right. Okay. So they're ignoring the, they're ignoring that whole aspect of the positive charge um, and the way that that's interfering with their technology is, yeah. is what you're saying. It's a, it's positive positive charge is a um, an energetic danger to anything living. You know, plants, animals, humans. You know, it's, it doesn't. It's not conducive to, to good health and well-being whatsoever. Yeah. And so, when it comes back to the shedding, there's a a technology being used to turn everyone into or the one the walking dead or the walking Wi-Fi router, as I call them these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because a wireless router, only when someone's on the internet, because wireless routers actually don't create a radiation field until someone's on the internet. Um, a lot of people don't know that because the amount of people say to me, I turn my router off at night time, I don't know anything to do that. Um, a wireless router, its charged field is about the same as a biofield. It's about a metre and a half around the body. But beyond that, the wave is actually harmless. Sure. So, yeah, they're, they're walking Wi-Fi routers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when, when you, uh, when we're talking about, like, you know, being shedded, 
what to what extent does you know you've said not everyone obviously not everyone gets shedded so you've met people who are very vibrant and healthy um what about someone who's maybe not that healthy what's what significance or how important is for example mindset when you for someone who's not like amazingly vibrant and healthy and they're going to come in contact with these people who are toxic what is what role does mindset play as far as you're concerned Mindset's a big thing. Mindfulness is a big thing these days. If your mindset, well, it's a, it's a hard one. Like mindset, when you call, you call placebo, right? And you, your mindset, which can create a placebo, doesn't fool the meridian system or the organ energetics at all. Okay. And I've studied that and looked into that and got an understanding around that. Um, your mindset can help, but it's your everything, if everything else is going wrong, that's not going to overcome what's going on energetically with your meridian energy or your um, organ energy. Interesting. So the meridians don't lie. No, they don't. Like, like, I'm, like when my book comes out and be called The Energy Doesn't Lie, hmm. yeah, the energy doesn't lie whatsoever. It tells it exactly, exactly as it is. So when you um, look at certain politicians on television and you didn't like them for their behaviour, it's because and if, you, if, you're, if your face screws up like this, it's because you're reading their energy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have that reaction to pretty much every single politician I can think of. <laughs> They're just I, I actually have met um, a good one, like two really, really good ones. Yeah, yeah. We do have, look, I will say, to be fair, there are, I reckon you could count them on one hand in Australia, the, the, the ones who are actually decent and human still, still have souls attached, but um, the rest of them are just vile creatures. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially when it eventually will get exposed as, as to what activities some of them have been involved with. Oh, it's, it's, look, we know, we know they're protecting pedophiles. That's one thing that they're doing. So, you know. When it, when it comes out, it's going to be a big shock to some people. Well, like the fact that some of the politicians who have been on television clearly haven't had the needle, what's that saying? Like there's yeah. obviously a club and then in this club there are people who are in the know mm -hmm. and in this club there are people who are not in the know. And <laughs> a really good example is that I don't know if you've seen the TV out of I think he was, a, an ex, he was a Queensland guy. He was a health minister or something, whatever, with longish hair and a funny-looking mouth, promoting the needle, and he walks into a cafe to get his two-shot. Oh, no, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah he looks like he's had the needle. So right. he's in the know, but, you know, had it top of him. The interesting thing, though, now is that when I read a lot of the, what is the energies of these people who supposedly who I know didn't get it at the beginning, who are on television getting it, when I read them now, they've all been shedded. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a, we had a window of opportunity to read it and now we're at a stage that, as I said, everywhere I go, every, every time I go to a shopping centre or whatever, we're surrounded by them. It's a little bit like, remember the movie The Mega Man? Oh, I don't think I saw that one. In the 80s? It was about a pandemic. Oh, yeah, of course. There was one, one survivor. And if you had to go out and get his groceries or whatever, you'd come across these old toxic, really scary-looking albino people. Right. 
and they'll be, you know, enclosing in on him. Go watch it. It's a really interesting movie. It was probably made in the late 60s, early 70s. I'll, I'll never forget it because I saw it when I was a 12-year-old kid and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, it, it's just evidence of how many people, are, are, you know, in their consciousness, awareness, their world, they, they feel they need to, in their eyes, do what they think is the right thing yeah. without, without actually realising that the reality is that they're creating an energetics which is harming them and harming other people around them. Yeah. Um, and so you're saying you basically, you're at the point where you can't really, it's not easy to tell the difference between who's actually had the needle versus who's just been shedded. I, I can't actually tell that. You can. There is a difference because it depends on where I read the biofilm. Okay. Read the body. And you can, you can actually spot it. Like it's a very subtle difference, but I've actually worked on reading that properly, if you know what I mean. I've, I've practiced it. Yeah. When, when you start learning to read energy with, with dividing or dowsing or using any type of tool or whatever, the, the, the best thing is practice, 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 and never stop practicing. And so over the last 20 years, I've never stopped practicing. If I'm out and about, I'm always reading, you know, what's going on. You know, don't go near him or she's safe to go near or, or look at look at all those young checkout chicks um, who are all in their early 20s who should be vibrant and healthy and they've all been shedded. Yeah. Which right. I experienced the other day. It's like, and it's really saddening and sickening to see um, because it will manifest on the physical and the emotional. Yeah. Yeah, which is what we're seeing, you know, like I was saying earlier, people having bizarre sicknesses, illnesses, symptoms that they can't explain because they didn't have the needle and this stuff comes out of the blue and it's like, well, now we understand it's a resonance phenomenon um, that the shedding is is um, being, that's how it's how it's transmitted, so to speak. So um, the, are you able to, sorry, go ahead. Just an interesting thing too, with the shedding, what I will say, and I have been saying to a lot of people, is that it's not a new thing. It's not something that's just, science fiction out of the box, out of the blue with the byproduct of the ingredient from the needle. Yeah. I've known for a long time people who have had other chronic illnesses, especially Epstein-Barr virus, and they don't know it and they've got it severely, they also do shed. Like the shedding is not a new thing. Um, I know at expos, and last year we didn't do any expos because of being locked down. This year we've we were grateful enough, fortunate enough to do only one, which is Sydney Mind, Body, Spirit. But, you know, we, you know, we're all, we're all wearing our pendants. Um, and we were coming across all sorts of people with all sorts of ailments. And you, they get within four feet of you and you're like, oh, you stay there, if you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting with the Stella pendant. We developed that this time last year purely because we had time to do research and we wanted to get, eliminate our colour pendant range, which was where you, you wore the colour pendant which suited the makeup of your biofield and it took me to read it or a bioresonance practitioner or a kinesiology to work it out. Kinesiologist to work it out. And I wanted to take away that confusion and we developed and researched, we, we developed the stellar pendant and started testing it. And we got a replacement for the coloured pendants and it had a greater effect through the biofield into the space around you. We had no knowledge of the vaccine this time last year. We knew what was coming. We had no knowledge of what the result would be in the end. And we were sort of scratching our heads going, okay, we developed this pendant, stellar pendant to do this. And then we changed the energetics of all of our products, like the inner bands and the Harmony Wear pendants and things like that, and bracelets to the same frequency as the, as the stellar pendant. But it was like, you know, 
we've done all this. What for? You know what I mean? But we had this knowledge in the back of their mind that wearing a pendant wouldn't protect someone from the shedding caused by someone who had Epstein-Barr virus. That had to be researched. Okay. But I didn't have the time to do that research. But when the, 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 the needle rollout started and we started reading the people and telling them, we started coming in physical, personal contact with them all, then finding the results of that, how that was working. It was like, now we know why we, why we were guided to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I strongly believe in, you know, when, you're, when we're on a, on a mission or a path, we, we do have, have um, energetic guidance without sounding too woo or out, out there, yeah. um, intuitive guidance to do things. At the time, you don't know really why you're doing it. And then a year later, two years later, something occurs and you match one to the other and the penny drops and you go, ah, oh, so that's why that happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, earlier, you, uh, you did say that you can distinguish between those who have had and those who haven't. But, I mean, if you don't want to get into how, you don't have to, but if you want okay, to share. Um, those who have, when I read their body energy, it's a very, very heavy energy. And then you've got the biofield, which is a separate thing again, which is yeah. those who um, haven't had the needle, who've shed it, their body energy is a little bit higher, but they've still got the toxic biofield. It's like a a force field around them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I had a guy here in the office on Sunday morning because I was working Sunday morning because I'm, I'm the man who's been making these. Um, you know, I've got other staff that I pitch in myself. I get my, my fingers wet with resin like everyone else. Um, and this guy came in and he was sitting in my office and he was sitting probably 10 feet away from me. And I said, oh, you've been shedded. And even though I, I was protected wearing the pendant, I could, I could still feel him and reading him. It was like a, almost I could see a dirty black. Mm. <clears throat> like imagine a, um, a grey bubble or some, around someone at the, at the extent of the bubble, it's a dirty black energy, you know what I mean? Mm. And like misty black all the way around. <clears throat> even thinking of making me cough. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, interesting. And, and talking about the cough, I developed a cough a couple of months ago and I didn't realise I was only coughing around people when I wasn't wearing a pendant because, okay. you know, I'm sometimes lazy. I'll go for a week without wearing one. And then the penny dropped over the last couple of days and that cough was me being a silly bunny, not going out with <coughs> something I, I know works, being the tough man, if you know what I mean. I can, I can handle it. Yeah. I've got this. <coughs> and, oh, okay. It's because yeah. I've been in contact with shedders and back then I, I, I wasn't aware of the type of thing. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how things sort of develop. It's like a, a wave that comes up from behind you and just goes up and crashes and like then, you, then there's the awareness. Mm. Then, then it gets exciting, and then you just keep on looking and looking and and um, experimenting and reading people and looking for what else is next. You know what what's next to come. And as I said earlier on, there is a possibility possibility that the people who are have had the needle and or who needle and shedding and, or who have been shedded, they're they're dramatically negatively affecting the energetics of their their house or work environment. And they're leaving imprints 
which are energetic imprints that will um, accumulate until something like a you know stellar dome or a, a jerkline has come along and clears that space, yeah. which are products which have been developed specifically for clearing all those energies beyond the normal, which an EMF meter doesn't read, but an intuitive, intelligent person can read. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying effectively is to, to simplify it, uh, basically these people who are, you know, whose biofields that have been toxified, they're, when they're creating an imprint, it's a positively charged field. Yes. And then people are coming into that and that's obviously sapping their negative charge and then, you know, converting it into a positive charge. So so yeah. what you're trying to do is simply neutralise the positively charged field so it's not an adverse effect on people. Yeah. What actually happens is that... Um, the biofilm which is shared, which has a positive charge, when you use you know, a tool like the pendant or the band or whatever, the biofilm then becomes, reverts back to being what it should be, which is a negatively charged field. Mm-hmm. But just neutral does take on the negative. And the, the, the evidence of that is when you do meridian surveys on the acupuncture points, the meridian energy does go up and the organ energy does go up, up yep. to where it should be for yeah. a healthy person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this whole, well, whole body runs that, on this. Yeah, that's without making any health claims either because, you know, um, we're not saying it's going to cure anything. We're just talking purely energetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want the, uh, the medical mafia coming down on us. <laughs> well, yeah, they've, they've been doing a, a good job of suppressing over the last 12 months, haven't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you copped uh, some extra grief? You don't have to go into any details. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I just observe. Um Oh, like we get the, the odd troll here and there on their Facebook page, but I've actually been banned from, from, from my Facebook page by our web developers. <laughs> but I usually give them a bit of stick back, you know, <laughs> something like that. Um, but they're extremists. And I, I saw something come through WhatsApp this morning, which was a thing, was a TV, a, a clip from a news, oh, I was a... Um, Something on the news on television, some woman talking about how the government's going to bring in um, stronger um, fines and um, penalties for people who troll on the internet. Oh, okay. And this thing was apparently leading to talking about social crediting, which is a bad thing, which we don't want that. Yeah. Leave the CCP over there. Yeah. Um, Which is in Victoria anyway, because we're part of Strong Cities Network. And go, go Google and go research Strong Cities Network. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, we Dan, Dan's a lot allegiances. Yep. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so all of Victoria is strong cities, only only state in Australia, which is uh, should have the. Remember, what I was just saying the other day when we were kids, we had the diction, the, the um, uh, we call them um, the maps of the world, and the the um, the the British Empire was all every country was shaded in pink. Remember? And the American colonies were all a different colour. Yeah, right. Well, now you should have Australia as pink, but Victoria should be red, like yep. the CPP, which would be red. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, a, that's a reality we live in. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's exactly. Um, so what, where, were, where were we getting at? I'm not sure. I just, it's just interesting. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that um, it seems to me Victoria is is always leading the way in the you know, police state kind of fascist rollout. Yeah, because it's a dreary, damn cold place down here. It's a <laughs> place. So, like, well, this time of year, like when when you go outside, like yesterday, the air temperature is ten degrees. The wind chill factor brings it down to about three or four degrees. 
it's not conducive to good electric skateboard riding, put it that way. Um, um, and when it gets cold and dark and it's like that for a while, it does get, you know, that does drag you down emotionally after a while. That's why the smart Victorians, the elderly Victorians, head off to Queensland every year during the winter months because they know that's when the colds and flus are more, more prolific. Yeah. And if they're smart, they get out of town to where it's warm and they avoid their health being jeopardised by everyone coughing and splattering over, splattering over each other. Have you noticed, speaking of like, maybe we'll wrap up with this, I'm just curious, I'm just on a personal level, like in, in uh, how far, whereabouts are you in relation to Mel- like Melbourne City? Oh, we're about 30Ks out of town. Oh, okay, yep. Um, so I mean, in the, like, say the Melbourne you know, metropolitan area, like, is there a, are there areas that stand out to you as being like particularly toxic bioplasmic um, fields? Oh, the whole lot is. The whole what? The whole lot is. The whole lot, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, simple as that. Yeah, right. Um, you know, because like in the CBD, for example, you've got all those corporations and government, government bodies that everyone absolutely, excuse the language, fucking hates. <laughs> yeah. So the negative psychic impression directed at them is full on. A negative psychic impression is something that is another can of worms. Yeah. You know, that is, um, um, take your, not, not going to go at councils or anything, but take your average council chamber building. And, you know, we know, we all know that for the last 20 or 30 years we've been done over by rate rises going through the roof. And we've seen all sorts of dodgy council members coming and going and then some really bad behaviour from council workers who think they're higher than God. So they attract a, a certain dislike from the people living in the suburb. Yeah. And when they really piss people off, when people are really angry, that, that emotional pain body charge creates what they call a negative psychic impression from one location to the other. Sure. And that's, that's a reality. Like when I'm reading people's properties on Google Earth, one thing I have to consider is that that energy line going through the property is it a fissure, is a geologic grid line, is it a 400-metre grid, which is another wide earth-metre grid line, or is it a negative psychic impression line going from one person to the other and that person's house that I'm reading, you just see me stuck in the middle of it and then that energy line goes straight through the house from the um, creator to the receiver. Mm. That's happened many, many years ago. We did a survey of Mind, Body, Spirit. One of the expos, before we actually plugged in a jerry which which removes those energy lines, from one exhibitor to the other and different exhibitors around the actual expo. And you could tell the ones that, like, I'm not naming anyone or anything, but, you know, one particular crystal store didn't like the fact that there was a here, that there was a competitor there. So it was a negative psychic impression developed that the um, person who was unhappy and an energy line about three metres wide going across the hall to the one who he wasn't happy about being there. Yeah, but it's catch twenty two because the one who's creating the energy destroys the energy in their own stand, mm. along along with destroying the energy in the building by the line it cracks, and then the energy in the recipient stand. It's like no one wins. You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. doesn't. You know, there's no benefit in having that negative mindset about anything else or anyone else. But you know, in the council offices, because of what's going on over the years, and people just. Get up there to put his bow, as they say, 
the the energies in those buildings are deadly toxic. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and you know, from a Reichian, I'd like to touch on that. To maybe we could wrap up on, on a Reichian thought. So he talked about organ and then the deadly organ. So this toxic version yeah. of organ. So maybe you could sort of tie in his his. Um... Well, it's it's interesting. Aura aura was different to deadly organ organ. Yeah. And it was like, Reich was a little bit out there with the deadly organ thing too. You know, spacecraft and things like that. Mm. Um, and but the oranol thing, with, with what I read and really perceived. It's the oranol, which is, is a charged field that has a positive charge. Yeah. But I, I, I'm talking about it now, but it's not something I'm going to start. I'm going to rewrite my website and all my literature and, and base it around. It's like the, the, it was with, with a lot of people, especially extremist skeptics, um, who were part and parcel for his death, responsible for his death. And, and that goes on to this very day. Mm. Um, I can tell you some stories anyway. Um, um, I don't like to use that terminology because it, it attracts attention from the wrong type of people. Yeah, and the, the, the charge, negative charge is more simple. And also, like I, I talk to science teachers and, and scientists who understand the energetics, and at first they're a bit sceptical about you know, what, we, what we say we can do. But when I explain the physics, physics behind it, the positive charge is the negative charge, or you know, there's an electron structure that's proton-rich, and when you use a harmonizer, you're donating the extra electron to bring everything back in the balance. And all these scientific people go, oh, boy, that's great. That's up my alley because that's what I learned in university or school or what I teach type of thing. Yeah. And it's more a more of a grounded way of putting it. And it's unique too because, you know, without being too much of a bigot, I've realized over the years that none of my competitors know anything about radiation. And that's why when I go go searching through, through some of my competitors' websites, they've stolen all our Curling photography images and they've stolen our logo or they've stolen our wording and our terminology. Because I've been watching some of these buggers for a few years now. You can tell when they've been trolling my website and go, well, that sounds good or that looks good. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Until they get an email from me saying, guess what, buddy? That's breach of copyright. Take it down now or else. And then I check a week or two days later and they all do. They whip it straight down. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But as I said, um, you know, most of the radiation hit them on the head because a lot of people from selling radiation, anti-radiation products are all marketing companies. Yeah. I started I started as a building biologist over 20-something years ago in my own town, helping friends and relatives out doing basic um, dowsing work for different types of energy in their house, and I built my knowledge base from there. And I developed the geoclins, which we sell you know, commercially around the world and virtually every country around the world now um, via our website through marketing. But I developed it for my consultancy work in Melbourne. I had no website back then. I wasn't a marketer. I was just a dude wandering around people's houses, um, balancing the energies. And in a lot of cases, it was on the under the recommendation of the health practitioners that these people have been seeing, like the the kinesiologists, the bioresonance practitioners, the naturopaths, the chiropractors who all have expertise in um, assessing the energetics of a, of a person and, and determining whether maybe they're being affected by electromagnetic or geopathic and you know, get this guy, Jared, around and get him to, to have a look and see what's going on and put his tools in and then, then come back a month later and see how you are. And when they all came back a month later, so the practitioners, what they found in the beginning before I was there, was not existing after I was there because when you clean the energetics up, 
which supports the health and well-being without making health claims energetically. And these all these people were um, experts in energetic medicine, so to speak. Um, they saw positive results. Mm. Mm. Awesome. Well, mate, um, I know you have lots of stories, and I know you could talk for hours more. So I think I think we'll, <laughs> we'll probably have to get you back on, and we'll do a part two about something else. Um, but but that has been a really good introduction for a lot of people, I think, and um, a very interesting conversation and a different angle. You know, I know you've got a, a very unique perspective. You know, you've got the building biology sort of um, take on things, but you're, you're a highly intuitive, you know, psychically kind of activated guy. So you, you have that dimension to it as well. Um, and so that gives you quite a unique perspective and you, many years background now at this point. So. Um, I think it's valuable for people to hear that. And I'm going to just, uh, for those listening or viewing, I'm going to have a link to, um, I've, I've been using a GeoCleanse, which is one of the ones you plug into the wall socket. I've been using that since probably 2014, same, same amount of time. I've been wearing the Dana band. So I'm going to put a link in the, somewhere in the comments of the blurb or somewhere just on the page, um, to go, to go grab one if you want to grab one, um, or both. And, uh, in the meantime, Jared, mate, it's been fantastic to, to have this chat and I do appreciate taking the time out to, to do it. No, any time, Brendan. Um, I'm always up for a good chat. I've always got some interesting stories and information. And, yeah, let's do it again for sure. Yeah, we will, mate. Okay, so well, that's been Jared Binney, ladies and gents, from uh, Organ Effects Australia. And as I said, I, I do love his work. I love the products. I've been using them for years, and I'll put a link somewhere there, and we will have Jared back on at some point, I'm sure. Um, this has been episode 37, I believe, of Truthiverse. So appreciate you listening and tuning in or viewing. And thank you, Jared. And we'll catch up next time. Great. Thanks for having me, Brendan. Look forward to it again. See ya. Awesome. Thanks, Jared. Cheers, mate. See ya. These days, positively charged toxic EMFs are everywhere, but your biofield runs on a negative charge, just like your body's cells. So how do you protect it? I've been using organ effects products like the GeoCleanse and Enerband for years because their technology addresses what others don't, that is the toxic positive charge of harmful EMF, neutralizing it. Head to brendandmurphy.com slash EMF to learn more and get yours and enter Murphy at checkout for 10% off. I've experienced censorship on no less than four different platforms so far, so if you'd like to help me get my work past the censors, please do subscribe and share it around for me. And also remember to join me on truth.network, which is the platform I created for our conscious community to connect and gather away from the censors after Facebook, Fedbook shut down our page in 2018. So head over there, create your free account at truth.network, it's T-R-O-O-T-H, and I'll see you inside. Take care.